Welcome to the MCAT Coffee Break Podcast, where we go over one MCAT topic every day in bite-sized segments. My name is Sasha, and today we're going to be going over a psych-soch topic, conflict theory. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get studying. So let's begin by breaking down conflict theory. It's a macrosociological theory. So what does that mean? Well, macrosociology is the large-scale approach to the study of sociology, and it mainly focuses on social systems and long-term patterns in sociology. There are many famous macrosociologists, such as Max Weber, Emil Durkheim, and the man of the hour, Karl Marx, the father of conflict theory. Karl Marx grew up in 19th century Europe, where social and economic inequality was a major problem. Marx saw the economic inequalities between the bourgeoisie, the rich elites, and the proletariat, the common laborer. He observed the social conflicts that came out of these inequalities, and in 1848, Marx and his colleague, Friedrich Engels, published the Communist Manifesto. They advocated for a proletariat revolution against the capitalist system to seize back power from the ruling class. But even as Marx saw the oppression of the common worker, he realized that many of these workers didn't even believe anything was wrong. There was a common refrain in society, that the rich deserved their wealth as they worked hard for it, while the common laborer was simply too lazy or too dumb to find the same wealth. Marx rejected this narrative. He called it false consciousness, a long-standing false narrative that causes the common worker to oftentimes believe and act in ways that are detrimental to themselves. So, for example, Workers who act under false consciousness may decide not to form a union because they believe it is unethical or harmful for their jobs. Marx believed that when the common workers recognized their place in capitalism and their oppression, they would band together and overthrow the elites. He deemed this new enlightenment class consciousness. For Marx, inequality, the struggle between the oppressor and the oppressed, bred conflict, and this conflict bred change. So, as we've seen, the central premise of conflict theory is the struggle between the status quo and the movement for change. In conflict theory, the status quo is usually referred to as the thesis, and the movement for change is referred to as the antithesis. So, according to conflict theory, all of society's changes happen when the thesis and the antithesis fight against each other and eventually find a synthesis or a compromise. So the main movie or kind of pop culture reference that comes to mind when I think about conflict theory is A Bug's Life, the Pixar movie that came out like 20, 30 years ago. Um, So in A Bug's Life, if you watch the movie, uh, there are these ants and there are these grasshoppers. And the ants are kind of forced by the grasshoppers to do all this work for them. They have to spend the whole summer getting food for the grasshoppers to the point where they don't even have time to get food for themselves. So they're kind of bound to this life of labor to these grasshopper elites. And in a sense, that's kind of what Marx was getting at with this conflict theory. It's kind of an allegory for conflict theory. In in this case, the grasshoppers were the bourgeoisie, the elites, and the ants are kind of the proletariat or the common laborer. And by the end of the movie, 
they realize that they've been duped into what Marx would refer to as false consciousness, into believing that this was the right way of life, this was the only way of life, and they bind together and they defeat the grasshoppers and take back their sovereignty. And this is what Marx would call class consciousness. So although Karl Marx used his conflict theory as a way to study how societies are changed through economic struggles between the rich and the poor, conflict theory in modern sociology has a much broader scope. So let's think about desegregation in America in the 1960s, and let's put it in terms of Marx's conflict theory. In this case, the thesis, or status quo, was the maintenance of racism and segregation, and the antithesis was the push for an integrated society. And we can say the synthesis was the small changes that were pushed for, for racial equity and justice. And as with most conflicts, this is still very much ongoing in modern America. Now let's kind of summarize conflict theory. It's a macro-sociological theory. So this means it's made to study large-scale social systems, and it focuses on the conflict between the thesis and an antithesis. In this case, the thesis is the status quo, and the antithesis is the movement for change. This conflict eventually leads to social change, but only if the oppressed class can rise above the cultural narrative, or their false consciousness, and finally understands the powers at be, achieving what Marx referred to as class consciousness. In the end, this conflict is a catalyst for social change. Now, before we go, we're going to do a quick MCAT-style question about our subject today. I'll read out the question, and you can pause to see if you can answer it. Today's question is, a man who is of median socioeconomic status votes to lower taxes on the wealthy that would benefit social programs he uses. According to Marx, this action is most likely an example of A. Social reproduction B. False consciousness C. Antithesis and D. Class consciousness So the answer was B, false consciousness. So in this example, the man who was not part of the rich elites, remember he was of median socioeconomic status, voted against a policy that might benefit him. So according to Marx, that would mean that he's still under this false consciousness narrative. And this is kind of similar to the ununionized workers we were discussing earlier. Now, if you didn't get today's question right, that's okay. Don't get discouraged. Just keep working hard and focus on the progress you're making. Remember, the MCAT is a marathon, not a race. So make sure you take breaks and check in with yourself once in a while. I'm Sasha, and this was our MCAT coffee break. I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>